Hey guys, welcome to Two Guys on Fitness, episode 6. Is that episode 7? No, 6, Alan. 6? What's 6? 6, in French, obviously. And this month is all about bromance. Oh yes, the bromance episode. We've been uh, waiting for this for a while, I think. Uh, so this month we're going to be shining a light on the area of male uh, friendship called bromance, which is quite exciting. I already feel the love, Alan. I can see that in your poochie eyes, I think. Okay, let's get this show started and um, let uh, the love flow. Hi, you are listening to Two Guys on Fitness with me, Julien Bertorat, personal trainer. And with me, Alan Teresa, not a personal trainer, but coming to you all the way from London. Which is in England. <laughs> each month, we cover all the gym and fitness topics of interest to professional gym guys like him. Just like me. And to non-professional gym guys like him as well as giving you some helpful advice along the way. And we really do live in our op on that front. Plus, we'll also be looking at workout and diet options for gym guys, whether they be professional or otherwise. We will also be examining alternative ways of keeping fit if they are not too crazy. Oh yeah. So what are we looking at this month, Mr. Professional Gym Guy? So this month, the Italian fitness guy will be rejoining us to talk about chicken in our fit food feature. Yeah, he tends to uh, take his food very seriously, does the Italian fitness guy, uh, which may be uh, why he's so fit, I suppose. Um, and later on in supplement of the month, we'll be taking a look at those supplements that work for guys who go to the gym and those that don't work so well for guys. And we'll be road testing uh, a supplement to uh, see if it does actually help with your workout. And of course, we'll be talking about romance, what it is, and also, is that a good thing for guys who come to the gym? We most certainly will, bro. And at the end of the show, we'll be uh, taking some uh, reader questions uh, about their workout and their diet, and hopefully doing our best to answer those questions in a way that is useful for um, the guys that have contacted us. So are you ready to uh, get this uh, show on the road? Uh, bromatic Julian Bertharad, professional gym guy. Yeah, let's do it, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's get this show on the road. So would you say you're a chicken kind of guy, Julian? I do like chicken. I do prefer fish, to be honest, but I often eat chicken, that's true. Yeah, let's not get into the whole fish thing again. I felt like we were a bit on a trawler last time we were talking about uh, fish in fit food. But um, this month, uh, we're going to be looking at the wonders of uh, white meat and poultry and why it plays such a crucial role for guys when they go to the gym. Well, for some guys anyway, uh, as we learned from the uh, when we looked at veganism, not everybody is a fan of uh, meat in their diet. So let's have a listen to uh, the Italian fitness guy talking about the wonders of chicken. And um, we'll see what we can learn about the uh, little clucky birds. Interested in chewing down the chicken to get the protein? Then expect to eat 31 grams of protein per 100 grams of meat if you go for the skinless, boneless birds, whilst taking in 3.6 grams of fat at the same time, along with 240 calories. Chicken also has less saturated fat than most red meat, though it is high in cholesterol. In addition, a chicken provides selenium, which contains antioxidants that help control free radicals and improves the immune system. The healthiest cut of fresh chicken, as most gym guys know, of course, uh, is the white meat breast, which actually has less cholesterol than the dark meat legs and wings. Chicken breast is also lower in saturated fats. 
Chicken is also rich in vitamins and minerals, which is vitamin B, for example, useful in preventing cataracts and skin disorders, boosting immunity, eliminating weakness, uh, regulating digestion and improving uh, the nervous system. Chicken is also rich in vitamin D, uh, which helps in culture and absorption and bone strengthening, and also in vitamin A, which helps in strengthening eyesight. Studies have found that for chicken and fish eaters, the risk of developing rectal cancer in later life is definitely reduced. Finally, and we love this bit, warm chicken soup has built us a reputation for providing relief from the common cold, including symptoms like a congested nose and a sore throat, and of course it is also delicious. Although, as we say in Italy, uh, il pollo arrosto è il mio preferito. So that's the Italian fitness guy there uh, talking uh, in a certain amount of detail about uh, the wonder that is chicken, particularly in terms of proteins and nutrients. Now, here's my thing on this, Julian. Uh, I tend to eat an awful lot of chicken, and sometimes I think you kind of get on a bit of a conveyor belt where chicken is concerned, and it becomes very easy to fall into the trap of chicken, chicken, chicken if you go to the gym. Do you think that the reputation chicken has for being a wonder gym food is actually merited? Well, I think it is uh, because it's quite uh, easy to buy, simple to cook. So for people quite into the gym, it's quite uh, obviously it's a, it's a golden mine here because you've got the protein. It's easy to eat, easy to cook, simple. So that's what people are looking for when it comes to food and protein. Um, now, for my taste, I think the chicken every day is a bit too much and also a bit too dry most of the time. So it's not the, you know, it's like many things in life and food is one of them. It's good to mix and to, you know, there is other source of protein. But chicken is obviously a very good one. Yeah, it's quite easy to get into the uh, constant grilling of chicken or, you know, marinating uh, using the same kind of ingredients. And it can become really routine. So let me ask you, how much chicken typically do you eat a week on average? How much do you eat? Well, we can talk in grains or, but let's say, I would say maybe one twice a week maximum. Sometimes it can be nothing. If I eat chicken, it will be like maybe twice 200 grains. Uh, mainly, I would say for the um, lunchtime and or after the morning session. And that's it. Rarely the evening. I'm not like a mad mad about chicken, so but one twice a week. Most of the time, I complete uh, this source of protein with fish and turkey and other source of protein like that. Yeah, I tend to, um, on average, eat chicken like four times, five times a week. It's the truth of the matter. Um, and it's so easy just to kind of like fall into that routine, isn't it? So do you think it's a good idea, whether it's chicken or any other kind of high protein food, to protein up before or after you go to the gym to exercise? Well, for me, uh, it's a no-brainer here. It's definitely after. If you eat before, and even if you take a long time to digest basically your, your eye meal protein, uh, I prefer to train with my uh, stomach empty. And uh, that way your body is all focused on the, on the workout. And uh, if you eat, even if you take the time again to, to digest all that, I don't know. I think logically for me, it's after. And is it true that if you load up on protein and lift heavier and heavier weights, you will indeed put on muscle and mass? Or is that a bit of a myth? 
Yes, it's true. It's partially true because uh, the, the, your other part of the job is to basically lift heavy weight. So it's not because you eat, uh, you know, a lot of protein that the magic happens. You also have to basically use this protein in lifting heavy weight. And to get bigger, it's about lifting more than you can really with, you know, people helping you lifting the bar. And we know that the response of your body is to uh, make basically more fiber inside the muscle. So that's the way to, to grow more muscle. So yes, eating a lot of protein helps, but you still have to go in the gym and lift the weight, basically. Oh, that's a bit of a bummer. And um, without using the word fish, what would you say good alternatives to chicken are? After chicken, I guess people think about turkey. So yeah, that's another good white meat to eat and easy to find, easy to cook. Um, after that, I don't know if you have time, if you are near, buy a nice restaurant, maybe lamb is a nice one. I like lamb. I like rabbit as well. So yeah, but turkey will be the next right after the chicken. Don't you find uh, rabbit a bit bony? Or we can go for frog, you know, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we won't be doing that. Okay, so uh, that's everything uh, we need to know about uh, chicken uh, for the month. Uh, we've done tuna so far, we've done chicken. Uh, I kind of wonder what the next uh, fit food will be. Um, but until then, uh, enjoy whatever it is you eat. And uh, what are you having for dinner tonight? Well, not chicken, obviously. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to have some salmon. Oh, we're back on the fish. Today's show is brought to you by the Blue 20 Salon. Interested in professional hairstyling, grooming, or an expert beauty treatment for both men and women in the earth of Covent Garden? Then check out Blue 20, which is also offering a 20% discount for all new clients on their first booking. Find out more at yanelder.co.uk or telephone 079-58-4455-82 to make an appointment with the Blue 20 Salon. As we know, the gym can be a hothouse of male narcissism and bonding. And with the rise in the popularity of gyms with young and not so young guys has been the apparent growth in what is known as bromance. But what exactly is bromance and is it a healthy or a not so healthy thing? We decided to ask some gym guys about their views on it. So let's see what they had to say. Bromance, it's a romance between two guys, which may happen or you may not. I have no idea what bromance is. I would say bromance is um, when two, um, male, two males are very good friends with each other and are comfortable with each other. This war for me is new. A bromance for me is a friendship between two men, um, a strong friendship, um, which goes beyond, you know, where you can just feel comfortable with each other. That for me is a bromance. So that's a selection of guys uh, giving their um, views on what bromance is. So let me ask you, Julian, do you know what it is? Well, I think it's, let's take it from the, the word itself, bro and man. So bro is between two men. For me, I would say it's like um, a strong relationship between two men. And to be honest, I could use this word when I was playing rugby in France and you know, this kind of strong relationship we have in a team sport, you know, and uh, we just don't use the word romance at that time. But yeah, for me, that's, I think that's what I would say. But is it just one of those media things that, you know, has sprung up, particularly with the rise of the internet? And you mentioned rugby there. Did you see that very close and at times, I suppose, 
intense bonding on or indeed off the rugby uh, field? Uh, for me, you know, as a rugbyman, I would say definitely romance exists, really exists in, uh, in rugby, on the rugby field, you know. When you have to defend, tackle, try to score, try against the other team, that's where for me, I'm still in touch, you know, with, um, with my uh, teammate and we're talking about like 15 years ago, 20 years ago things. So, yeah, I think it's a romance fit perfectly well, uh, the rugby spirit. But there's a, a degree of um, exclusivity, isn't there, in the whole idea, because it's very kind of uh, male. Does it exclude women? Can guys have a very close, you know, physical uh, as well as personal relationship with each other um, that excludes women? I would say it's, it's healthy, you know, because it's, uh, it just shows us as well, like the message is you don't get to the top uh, on your own. You know, you need other to reach the, to reach the top. So I would say, yeah, it's, I, I come from rugby, you know, so uh, to score a try, you need the other 14 guys to help you to do so. And do you think it's uh, primarily a youthful thing? You see these guys with the baseball caps turned uh, backwards, uh, hanging out and um, yo-broing each other like crazy on the gym floor. Do you think it's, uh, you know, essentially something which only makes sense to those young guys or it's something which can be valuable for guys who are older? Well, you know, it's, um, I think if you take away bromance from sport value, then it's like um, a kind of unnatural thing for me because I won't understand bromance basically on the gym floor, for example. When you train yourself, typically it's, it's a lonely effort, you know. So from my point of view, you can push someone else, you know, with you and train, you know, with a friend. But I won't understand bromance uh, that way. And do you think uh, we've got a bit of a bromantic uh, thing going on, uh, Julian, bro? Yeah, you know, all this adventure with, uh, with the podcast. <laughs> and uh, it is, it is trying to tell a story and we do it both. So I think yeah, we can call that bromance. And shall I call you bro from now on? Well, maybe not, Alan. It's just uh, <laughs> I've got three other brother, but uh, no, we're definitely fine for sure. So there you go, Julian. Uh, everything there is to know about bromance, and uh, I'm looking at you with renewed affection right now, uh, which is helpful, of course, because now we're going to talk about supplement of the month. And basically, guys, every month what we do with this uh, spot is we take a look at those supplements that work, those supplements that perhaps don't work so well, and we do a little bit of testing so that you can get an idea of what the effect of some of the supplements are. And this month, Julian, I believe you tested homemade isotonic drinks, did you not? Well, frankly, Alain, I did not do it. What do you mean you did not do it? I just have enough to be basically your guinea pig. And um, so, yeah, and I just want, I don't want to put stuff in my body for things I don't know or I don't like. You know me. So, uh, yeah. So you did not do the testing. This is uh, completely outrageous, particularly as I uh, talked you through. And then uh, after we uh, did the recording, I showed you how to make homemade isotonic drinks. Well, there you go. So we haven't got any supplements to give any feedback on, Julian, because your body is clearly your temple, the Acropolis, uh, and what do you suggest we do in its place? Well, I would like to propose something different. I would like to talk about um, my monthly tips, basically, about fitness. Are you introducing a new uh, spot right here, right now? Yes, I think it's, uh, that's the way I want to do it. 
Wow. Well, uh, that's quite exciting. And what do you uh, suggest we call this uh, brand new feature? Julian's fitness tip of the month. I'm excited already. Do you ever feel like you don't want to go to the gym? Not really. Well, over the last eight, nine years, that motivation thing, it's a big stuff in a, when it comes to training. And um, all of us it's here have been training people. It's something coming to the conversation all the time. People have a lack of motivation. They don't know why they come to train. Well, the things they know, like, you know, you want to look good for your holiday, maybe for the wedding coming, friends or, or your own wedding. But really, training is a bit beyond that looking good on a beach for this summer or getting ready or to fit a suit for a wedding. It's bigger than that. So my advice when you come to train, it's put some intensity in your workout. Stop thinking about what other people think. Stop thinking about I'm training because there's holiday coming. Train because it makes you feel good. And the right things to do is to mix up your training and to put the right intensity into it. And that was Julian's fitness tip of the month. So every month we take questions from our listeners about their workouts and their diet. That's right, bro. We certainly do. And we do our very best to answer those questions. And what we tend to do, actually, in answer to uh, a different question that came in from a listener, is we choose two from all the questions that come in, and um, we choose the ones that we uh, basically like the best. So let's get started, Julian. First up this month, Jeff in Cromley has emailed us to ask how often should I go to the gym to lose about two stone in weight and shape up over a three months period? Kind of a tough question to start with because complicated obviously. I don't know how much is your weight Jeff and, um, and what is your diet presently. I would say to, do, to, start, um, to lose your two stone in weight I would say that at the beginning, systematically go three times to the gym and start with some cardio. With You can choose three types of cardio, which is like running, rowing or bike. But always have in mind a distance to achieve and a time to, to beat, you know, for the following session. So a kilometer for the running and the rowing is good and 10 minutes for the, um, for the bike is good as well. It's very important to start with the right intensity in order to set up your body to basically to be ready to mentally and physically lift some weight. After that, the first week, start with some um, full body training. So in order to reach and target all the muscle in your body and to basically wake them up. Um, keep doing that for a couple of weeks. Then after, uh, divide these three times a week with, for example, chest biceps for day one, uh, legs and shoulders for day two, and back and tricep for day three. And in keeping, basically, mixing exercise, like basically proceeding by combo in order to not do a set and to waste over one, two minutes. If you want to lose weight, you need to create habits. To create habits, you need to not think too much about it. So when you hit the gym floor on the cardio machine, it's not the time to think, but it's more the time to act, basically. Um, I know it's a bit like random, but I hope this, it's more the logic, more than the style, okay? The logic of your training is important. So keep it intense, target all your muscle, and you will get uh, your results. And what about uh, food and diet? Um, 
Is there anything, any golden rules about dropping? I mean, two stone is quite a lot over three months, uh, I would uh, personally say. But uh, are there any golden rules uh, of what to avoid or what to eat to um, complement your workout so that you can drop that kind of weight without actually dropping dead? Well, you know, I won't, uh, I won't back up all this com uh, supplement thing. Um, and here, your chef target is uh, to get in shape. So I'm not going to say, yes, have some supplement. Obviously, it's not the best things to do. Now, regarding diet, or let's say program of your program for your, let's say, eating, your eating plan more than diet. Um, I just like uh, keep training start training with your with an empty stomach okay and have your lunch or your meal after training within an hour and the other tips is the evening watch out what you eat especially above seven after 7 pm just go privilege for salad veggie and a bit of fish if fish is not your thing yeah go for white meat chicken you know turkey but again the portion is important there is a portion the quality of what you eat and there is a timing so after your workout not too much the evening and watch all the portion that's the diet part and remember intense workout not otherwise you're not gonna keep uh, coming to the gym yeah, I actually think that's the hardest part of it, um, you know, uh, controlling what you do, particularly in the evening where uh, food is uh, concerned. Right. OK, I hope that's uh, helpful for you, Jeff, and um, that you are able to uh, drop a couple of stone uh, in three months without ending up uh, on the morgue uh, trolley. Uh, next up, it's uh, right. What have we got? OK, uh, next up is uh, Mr. Wood. Don't say anything, Julian, who has got in touch via our Facebook page to ask how much alcohol is too much if you go to the gym all right then julian uh, you like a glass of wine now and again uh, i seem to recall from a previous discussion uh, so how much alcohol is too much if you want to do well in the gym okay yeah i'm okay to to answer uh, that question as you say i'm i'm okay to have a glass of wine uh here or there actually mainly during the, the winter a nice wet wine the evening is nice uh to keep you warm during the summer, it's more like fresh wine, you know, like rosé, feel like that. But too much talking about alcohol here. Um, <laughs> well, I will, to be honest, during the week, especially when I'm training, I have no alcohol. I think it's, I, it's just counterproductive. Uh, and it's not about the calories. The calorie is not what matters here. It's just when people drink, they get tired. And if you get tired the day after, you can't perform a good intense workout so it's um, just a wrong mechanic of thing now i would say for the glass of wine okay it's cool but just maybe have it when you have a bad day for example you know that would be the tips uh, logical and practical tips you have a, lo a long bad day raining i don't know um, uh, bad stuff happen at work yeah allow yourself to enjoy yourself the evening have a, a glass of wine uh, but otherwise keep it for the weekend again but one is enough don't get into two or three because that's how you cross the line and as I say it's more than calorie matter it's about make yourself tired and then when you reach Sunday like many people you're gonna look Monday like a terrible day and it's not so I would say yeah moderation of course when it comes to alcohol but yeah a little a glass of wine you're there sometime to enjoy yeah, um, I actually gave up alcohol about five years ago, you know, I, I hardly ever uh, drink alcohol anymore, chiefly because it was just uh, making me feel completely exhausted, if I'm honest. And uh, now, do you know what I struggle with now, Julian? No, tell me. 
chocolate <laughs> it's completely true it's uh i struggle with chocolate yeah well it's okay we all have our weakness and chocolate is a good one <laughs> um yeah and all back to the alcohol thing i think it's uh, some people and i think maybe it was like that with the rugby it's you know some people can't stop after one glass so if you are this type of person well just skip this one glass don't put yourself in a situation that's gonna lead you to drink more okay it's um if you can handle one glass and then stop great if you can't just keep it and and like Alain choose chocolate basically yes uh, though perhaps not as much chocolate as I tend to eat uh, which is unfortunately anyway uh, so that's um, the two questions this month for, for reader questions if you do have any questions guys we love hearing from you we absolutely love it when uh, you get in touch drop us a line via the two guys on fitness.com website or you can get in touch with us via our Facebook or through our Twitter and you can also drop us a line through the Julian Berthorat website julianberthorat.com silkily done Julian and we will do our very best to answer any questions that you indeed send us so that's another episode of two guys on fitness out the way for another month bro are you going to keep calling me that from now on I mean Is that the thing now, bro? <laughs> well, I suppose I could, but do you know what? Actually, I don't think I can say it again now that I think about it. Good, because if you do, I may have to leave you. Oh no, don't go, Julian, please. Then I'll be left alone with the microphone. Don't do that. Okay, then I will stay. You have been listening to me, Julien Berterat, the non-bro professional gym guy at Two Guys on Fitness. And from me, Alan Teresa, sort of like a little bro on the podcast. You are nothing like a little bro. Uh, actually that is completely true uh, but I am the non-professional gym guy on the podcast and you can find out more about two guys on fitness at julianbertherat.com as well as on our podomatic podcast page and of course on iTunes Stitcher tune in and when you do remember to enjoy your workout bros <laughs>